guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of The Arsenio Bug Show. And you know what? We're going to get a steer away from Stephen Covey just a little bit. And I want to get right into this one. I think this is probably one of the most important messages I've ever gotten. First and foremost, I am not going – I do apologize for all the noise in the background. I'm actually at a place of my work. I'm just waiting on a couple of students and et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? With that being said and without further ado – what I want to focus on is the greatest piece of advice I've ever received in my life. Like the greatest piece of advice. You know, my – you know, it's funny because my family, they always thought of me as a failure because there were some things I just didn't follow through with. Like in terms of doing things and then not being committed at all and then just dropping them and then they are saying, hey, you know what? You're a failure and whatnot. So – When I ended up moving to Australia, it had to be one of the most difficult moments of my life. And the thing is, I'm actually doing this because I recently saw that I had a podcast play from a place called Crow's Nest. Crow's Nest, of course, is where it was my first job in Sydney, and it was the second worst job I've ever had in my life. Um, Because there was a lady by the name of Who Cares, and she had a pediatric dental practice there, and she was a disgusting human being. Let's just put it that way. But I let people walk all over me back then. Of course, now I would pull her aside and say, don't you ever speak to me like that. And if you don't like it, I could call you all types of names right now and I'll walk right out. You know what? She even made some of the nurses that actually worked for her and the dental anesthetist, which is like an anesthesiologist. She made them cry. So this is the type of environment I was in. And you know what? There was one day Melbourne didn't work in May, uh, May, June, and July. Uh, And then I stayed there for one week in August. I hated the place. I lived with really, really bad housemates. Uh, they were Mauritians, and I mean, those were some of the most difficult people I've had, ever had to deal with in my life. Mauritians, like, yes, here in Thailand, the racism, I, you guys already know that, but Mauritians, like, if I wasn't sitting upright, they would say, sit upright, every little detail. If it's, you know, turning off or unplugging something, if it's not making my bed, oh my goodness gracious, the most difficult human beings I've ever come across in my life. No offense. Okay, because I know probably some of you are listening to me and whatnot, and maybe those were just the ones that I were, I was in the circle of friends with. I'm sure the ones out there in Mauritius are a wonderful. But you know what? March sucked. I worked at the Royal Dental Hospital. I worked at the Royal Pediatric Dental Hospital out there in Melbourne. Terrible working environments. Um, I was sick. I think I had a combination of pharyngitis and bronchitis at the same time, and I didn't even know it. Um, every time I would cough, it sounded like I had so much phlegm within my chest. Uh, I've, I've worked with every, I'm talking about the Indian dentist out there, every nationality you could ever think of. And you know what? I never found a job in Melbourne that I really, really liked. So I brought all that mess with me to Sydney. And when, of course, I went to Sydney and whatnot, I finally got a job at the pediatric dental practice, but I wasn't really hustling on the side saying, you know what? What else can I do? What else do I need to do? All I knew about was the secret. I didn't know anything about personal development, but this piece of advice, it was October. It had to be the second week of October, and I still remember because I came home. Two of my Colombian housemates were there. I had received my package that my brother sent me with my Under Armour from America. I was so excited about that, and I showed them the email that my mother showed me. I'm sorry, that my mother had sent me. And what I just still remember receiving that email. I remember where I was. I was outside Subway out there in Crow's Nest. Um, I can't remember if I had already given up on that job. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm not really sure. But I remember I quit that job around early October. But when I quit that job, life changed. It really did. Because I remember my first dental temp job. 
before I get into the piece of advice, uh, this lady called me. I forgot what the name was. ABC Dental, I think it was. And they were like, hey, we need someone immediately right now in the center of the CBD. It's it's on this street and this street. So I shot down there. I met this wonderful Burmese girl. I was helping. And that's where I met a dentist who I was friends with for like three years. Uh, she was a Russian dentist. Uh, Mavis. Dr. Mavis. I forgot. But she was so freaking cool, man. And you know what? I've met some unbelievable dentists out there that just love chatting it up with me. And it was just so exciting. You know what I mean? I've met some of the worst. Of course, a lot of dentists, they are abs- – they're vehement. They're, they're malicious. They're, they're just nasty, all right? I'm just calling it how I see it. But you know what? That specific day, it was right around the same time that I received that email from my mother. So what's the great piece of advice? So you guys are like, okay, Arsenio, we got it, we got it, we love this storytelling, but what's the piece of advice? Well, my mom said, Arsenio, if you give up, what are you going to do then? You're going to come back here and then what? I don't have a place for you to live. And she went on and on and on, and I'm like, damn, my mom doesn't love me. She doesn't love me. But you know what? It wasn't about that. It wasn't about love. It wasn't about anything. She was basically saying, in a completely different way, Arsenio, just because people are assholes, you're just going to give up? And you know what? Australia had prepared me. I went through so many different emotions out there in Australia. It was a combination of, of course, me being – now, listen. I got a lot of Australians that listen to me. I love you guys all. But while I was living there, I was a puppy. I wasn't myself. And because I wasn't myself, it was the most difficult Part because I would always say, well, Australians, they don't like me. I have too much personality. Oh, maybe I should be boring like them. All these different things were running through my mind because, again, if I would go to the gym, no one would talk to me. If I go work out over here, no one would talk to me. The closest friend I ever had was an Australian guy. But the thing is, I was living in terrible locations. So I remember going to the Apple store one time, chatting it up with this uh, Australian Asian guy. Saw him at McDonald's. He's like, Arsenio, man, you know. And I just met him that day. He's like, dude, you're living in a wrong part of town. Lane Cove? That's where all, like, families live. You got to get out of there and come to my side. But, of course, I was scared of taking that leap because I was afraid of being judged by the Colombians who ended up just completely fucking me over in terms of money. But I let that. I allowed that to happen. That's another story in its own. But you know what? All these things that I experienced over the course of the year, it was – I needed it so bad because it prepared me for the hell that I was coming into here in Thailand. And I remember I lived in wrong locations. I lived with the wrong people. I took the great leap of faith to go to Sydney because my Colombian housemate, she's the one that said, Arsenio, don't go back to America because I had broken up with my girlfriend. I was living with her at the time because she put me up and paired me up with some crazy-ass housemates that were so angry. Oh, my goodness, Mauritians. Okay, no offense. But next thing you know, we broke up, and she was threatening to kick me out. And I was like, damn, they ain't got homeless shelters out here. In Australia, you have to pay to be homeless. You want to bet? Go online. You have to pay to be homeless in Australia. Just heard this from a colleague from Australia. And you know what? I was like, you know what, man? I can't take this anymore. I was like, what I'm going to have to do, what I'm probably going to have to do right now is I'm going to have to go back to America. But my friend out there, the Columbia, she said, don't go back to America, Arsenio. Please don't. Come on, man. Come on over here to Sydney. You can find a job here. Trust me. But Melbourne, it was much easier because they would set me up with a month's work because I never wanted to work in one place. It was much easier. 
I found another job. It was bad. And then I just ended up leaving Melbourne, went to Sydney. It was more difficult because I have to build up that reputation saying that, yes, I am the, the, the number one. I am a great dental assistant. <sighs> Nonetheless, guys, that advice, that piece of advice for my mother, she made me grow that thick skin because when times got tough out here, I couldn't turn to her. Because she had already tried to ask me for money and I denied her because, of course, I didn't have any freaking money for myself. But, of course, she didn't understand that. So, I mean, again, it got even worse. Family left. The girl by the name of Elisa, who lives out there in Arizona, who I don't really consider a best friend anymore because we had our fallout. And she's had like five strikes anymore, so I will never let her back in my inner circle ever again. She wasn't there. Andre had a family. This is what happens when friends and things and everything gets tough. There's only you. And that message that my mom gave me 2011, that October, that afternoon, that email I got, prepared me for everything. And that's what I'm so grateful for today because that piece of advice, that was the greatest piece of advice that anyone probably had ever given me. And it was my mom. And she said, you can't come back here. I don't have a place for you to live. What are you going to do? You're going to go back to work? You're going to do this? You're going to do that? You need to stick that shit through. And you know what? I did. And if it wasn't for that, I would have never come to Thailand, Japan, Hawaii, and I would have never came back to Thailand. You see what I mean, man? Guys, life is interesting. And I love going over these types of things just to be grateful because, of course, this is – I'm actually doing this on Monday. You guys are going to get it on Tuesday. But these were one of those moments that I had to literally hone in on who I was and say, you know what? I got to be a man. No one's going to help me out of this rut. I remember I had 800 US dollars to my name uh, when I left uh, to the other side of Crow's Nest uh, out there in North Sydney, Australia. And in Thailand, man, I had $10 in my name. This time there was no mom. Brother was completely gone. He completely hates me. Sisters don't talk to me. Cool. Ain't got no problem with that. Negativity is negativity. I don't give a damn who it's coming from. People say, hey, love from afar. Fuck all that. I love me. I'm the only one that could save me. Now, some of you got wonderful families, and I want you to nourish those relationships. But when times get hard, you always got to remember, what is it that you need to learn in some of the most grimiest moments of your life? Because what you learn will ultimately propel you. What you learn in the process is much greater than the dream itself. It's much greater than the glory. And, you know, I had one fool on Instagram this morning say, oh, you know, well, so you, he was trying to justify that materialism was wonderful. Oh, yeah, you would get a Bugatti, get a Maserati. I was like, are you serious? The process of getting to whatever you want to achieve in life is much greater. A Bugatti, are you serious? You could have helped probably five villages in a rural nation and you could have created a legacy for you. People will only remember you for what you've done for them, not for what you bought for your goddamn self. And so that piece of advice is the greatest I've ever received in my life. So I really wanted to just touch base on that because, again, I've been through so many things out there in the world. I really have. And of course everyone has. Here out, you know, here in Thailand, man. No, I'm not continuing to go through the things anymore. Yes, there are Thai women that do act ignorant as hell, but they are who they are. And there's nothing I can do about that. I feel bad for them. I have empathy for them. I have gratitude for myself. But everything I've gone through up until this moment was needed. And it was just that piece of advice, that 2011, 
that kind of just it, it kind of just it, it it has a place in my subconscious because I know when times get hard, there's no going back to my mom now. So you guys always got to have your back up against the wall and say, you know what, this is it. I'm only good as my last at bat. So with that being said, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you liked it, if you shared it, if you whatever you may have done with it, thank you so much. And big shout out to people who are giving me a lot of likes. Um, Again, follow me and review me, whatever, on whatever thing you listen to me on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, something like that. I don't really get – I don't really talk about all that. But you know what? If you do, man, I would absolutely appreciate it. Give me some shout-outs, man. I would also like you to uh, tag me on some Instagram stories. Yeah, say, man, I'm listening to this and that because I had one girl from the – it was a soccer player from the University of Wisconsin. She tagged me in a story. It was wonderful. So – Guys, with that being said, man, have a wonderful, and I mean a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening, man. Get ready for some more. I got some more good stuff coming up. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.